Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yay Networks. Oh, I love it. That was four-year-old Hudson, who loves the love letters to Kelly Jingle and sings it every day in the car. Such a nice, sweet voice to hear. After my birthday, man, Robert, I've had too much birthday, but too it's much. been a good one. Oh, I was going to invite you to my party this weekend. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, no, maybe really. I have a little bit more fun left in me. You know I'm not a fan of birthdays. I know you're not. Are whether you really doing something? Whether it's my birthday or anyone else's. I know, but are uh, you really doing something? I'm just hanging out with the family. That's it. Okay. What I learned a long time ago about birthdays is, you know, if I wasn't in a really good place in my life, if I didn't have a relationship or I didn't feel, you know, I was at my personal goals for my weight or whatever, I didn't want to celebrate my birthday. I'm like, there's nothing to celebrate. And my friends would get so upset at me. And so finally, I just had to just re- relinquish and just let them love me and celebrate me and it ended up being a lot better mindset um for my birthdays because getting older is not fun i mean you're one step closer to death (laughs) when you look at it but just let your people that love you celebrate you and love on you and it makes birthdays a whole lot easier to swallow but robert and i both almost birthday twins yep maybe that's why we get along so well and do love letters to kelly together robert i don't know maybe Let's see how well we get along together on these letters today, shall we? Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. I've been with my husband for six years, married for two. We have a great marriage and I love him so much. I just have this child-shaped hole in my heart and he wants to wait until we are financially ready for kids. We are 28 and I'm ready to start trying. I've expressed that to him before, but he says it makes him feel like he can't provide for our future family when I do that. I don't want to talk about it to anyone we know because I don't want them to judge either of us. I know I can't compare this to women having fertility issues, but I just hate seeing all of my friends and family with their kids, knowing that I have to wait to have some of my own. Please help. This is killing me, Casey. Well, Casey, you know, 28 doesn't mean necessarily, I'm not trying to put a a, a little bit of fear in you, but you don't know what your fertility issues are if you haven't been to a doctor and gotten that checked out. I think that's a really great thing for you to do just for your peace of mind, because um, you may find out that you are fertile myrtle. And the minute you say go, you you probably have uh, no difficulty getting pregnant whatsoever. But you might also go and find out that your egg supply is a little low, or you might have some issues that need to be addressed. So that wouldn't hurt to go just for your regular annual appointment. Just ask your gynecologist about that. Is there something I can do just to get my fertility checked? They would be happy to help you with that. But let me tell you what everybody always says. If you wait till you afford to have children, you will never have children. That's what people always say, right? So maybe what you could say for your husband just to, you know, it's, it's this open-ended thing right now it's like when we can afford to do it when i can provide for you you need to put a number on that you know and let's just be practical about it say okay honey if if you're saying we have to have a certain dollar amount um wiped off of our debt or we have to have a certain amount of money in savings what is that dollar amount so i can start 
working towards that, you'd be surprised at, you know, how much you can accomplish if you've ever listened to those financial help shows like Dave Ramsey and stuff. And people do have issues with Dave Ramsey, but people get second and third jobs and start saving when they have a real solid found um, financial goal in mind. So ask him that. Maybe it's more about being practical or maybe he's scared to be a dad and he's using the money as an excuse because he doesn't want to be responsible for some little life coming into this world. There could be a number of reasons, you know, what's going on here, but that's some practical steps you can take. Take charge of your fertility by finding out where you stand at the doctor's office. Ask your husband, okay, you want us to be financially secure? Give me a dollar amount. Put a number on it so I can start working for that. And at least you'll have a, an end goal in mind, right? So it's not just this open-ended wondering when he's ever going to change his mind. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. I recently found out my husband had an affair with a woman for a couple of weeks before I caught him. Mm. Soon after, I started therapy for myself. During this time, I realized just how unhappy I am with everything in my life. After weeks of deep thinking, I can't find things that bring me any happiness. How do I love myself and find things that make me happy again, Haley? Well, Haley, sometimes it's about just putting one foot in front of the other. I've been through divorce and and I don't know that that's where you're headed. Uh, You didn't say if you've decided to stay in the marriage or not. She didn't say that, did she? She did not. No indication. So maybe your marriage is over. Maybe you're going to work on saving it. I don't know what you've decided to do with that. But I do know that um, you're mourning the loss of trust in your husband so you're mourning a loss that takes a big hit to your soul to your ego to your emotions so you need to grieve you need to be sad and sorry for a minute but you can't do it forever because you know some people do they wear their sorrow and their anger and it doesn't hurt anybody but yourself so you're you're uh, limiting yourself limiting your joy so Let's put a little end date on that. Maybe you need one more good weekend of eating ice cream and not bathing and feeling sorry for yourself, whatever that is. But you just got to do those same old things that used to bring you joy. Even if they don't do them right now, do them anyway. Go get your nails done. Go get a girlfriend and go to lunch and have a girlfriend lunch. You know, it doesn't have to be really expensive things. Um, If you have a dog, go out to the dog park, throw the ball with your dog, anything to get you up out moving and active i want you to do that sometimes it's just the basic stuff and that's how you can climb out of depression i know sometimes even now i will get down and i'm in a great marriage i have you know but alan and i we fuss sometimes or you know a a birthday coming up and i'm feeling sorry for myself because you know I, i i can't fit in those jeans and it's my birthday and i'm sad you know and i'll lay on the couch and feel sorry for myself but if i make myself get up and just go walk the dog I immediately feel better. Or if I get up and just go, you know, some project around the house I've been meaning to do, like, you know, cleaning out a closet, I'll feel better because I'm being productive and not just wallowing in poor me. So I hope you're getting counseling um, and therapy and you, you get the reassurance to know that this affair had nothing to do with you. I want you to understand that as well, because there are a lot of men who are in marriages and they're, you know, miserable or for whatever reason, they don't go out and screw around on their wives. They don't do that. that that's not to do with you. Um, this woman might have been stroking his ego. Maybe he's feeling old and unattractive and he had some sweet young thing come along and make him feel sexy again. I don't know. But that doesn't have anything to do with you. That has to do with him. But yeah, let me know. Let me know what you decide to do. I'm, I'm kind of curious now whether or not you're going to stay in the marriage or leave. 
because then I might have a whole different set of advice for you. True. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. My husband and I have two incredible kids, ages 13 and 10. Our issue is with my husband's stepmother, who was the reason for his parents' divorce at age seven. Eight years ago, we moved 1,200 miles from family for job opportunities. We make annual trips back home and let our kids stay with their grandparents for a couple of weeks each summer. Here's where I need your advice. My stepmother-in-law is claustrophobic and does not fly. However, she's only come to visit us once, claiming the drive's too long and too hard for her. Kelly, she says this, but every winter she drives a longer distance to visit friends. So we feel like it really boils down to she doesn't care to spend time with us or our kids. My father-in-law visits once a year without her, so at least we get to see him. We have invited and inquired about when my mother-in-law might feel up to visiting and talked with my father-in-law about how disappointing it is that she doesn't visit also. At this point, I'm angry and hurt, and I want to say something because my kids are asking questions about why Grandma doesn't visit. I want to let both my in-laws know that we're not oblivious and have done the math and know that if she really wanted to, she could visit. I'm terrified that if we don't address it soon, I'm going to explode and say or do something (laughs) that puts a rip in the entire family. Terrified. This woman has cut her two birth children out of her life at various points and one for several years. So is there anything else we can say or do to let them know we call BS? I'm about ready to tell them our kids can't visit this summer. Oh. I don't want to punish my kids by keeping them away, but I also don't want them to be exposed to her emotional shortcomings and immaturity either. Thank you, angry. Yeah, you angry. You, you need to you need to calm down. You need to take a bath. Look, you're not going to change her. She is the way she is. So you've got to decide as the adult in the situation, you know, what this is what what you do. You extend the invitation. She says, no, you're like, cool, fine. It, it's just I don't know why you are getting this up to blood pressure raising levels. You're going to punish her for not coming to see you, but you don't want to punish the kids, but you're going to punish the kids by not letting them go see her. See, it's just this like tit for tat thing now. So whatever her, let her off the hook. Let her off the hook. She's saying, I don't want to drive that far. When you know good and well, she's driving somewhere else. Fine. You know, she doesn't want to come. It is what it is. Right. So you can you could blow up at her. You could tell her what you think. And then she's going to get mad and then tell your father-in-law. And then he's going to feel like he can't come now because he'll be betraying his wife. So I personally would not say anything. Extend the invitation. Know that the answer is going to be no. But at least you've extended it. You do it through a gritted teeth smile if you have to. You don't get the kids involved in her ridiculousness. Just say grandma just you know she just can't make these long drives it's just not good for her and let them go along their kids aren't as invested in this as we are you know they're not thinking about well grandma doesn't come here ever and we always have to go to her unless they're hearing that from you right because i remember when i was a kid every sunday we got in the car and drove to visit my grandparents every sunday they came to our house a grand total of never that was just the way it worked out in my family. That's what we did. My my grandparents were older. They didn't like to drive. Plus, it we was went way more fun going to grandma's house anyway, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, do what we want. And, you know, my, my granddaddy, oh, my granddaddy, he had a hospital bed in the living room because he was so big. He had to have a hospital bed to sleep what? in. And it was like a jungle gym under there. We'd get under there and swing <laughs> like it was monkey bars. It was so fun. But I'm telling you, it's like the you're making this a bigger deal than it has to be. You know who she is. She's shown you who she is her entire life. But now you're wanting her to be somebody she's not. 
So accept it for what it is. Extend the invitation. If she doesn't come, oh, well, we're going to miss you because we're going to have such a great time without you. And then enjoy your father-in-law. Let him go back. Let him keep peace in his marriage. He's got to live with that woman. Right. And he gave up an entire family for that woman. So if it comes down to her or y'all, who do you think he's going to choose? Her again. Exactly. So let's just, you're going to have to learn to let this go, this dream go of it's not fair. We, you know, of the back and forth. It's just, it isn't fair, but it is what it is. So you're going to have to learn to let that anger go because it's not hurting her. It's destroying you from the inside out. And I'm going to tell you, I had to let a lot of anger go in my life about certain things because I truly, and I, I don't have a doctor to back me up on this. Maybe I should ask one because I keep saying this and they might be say, Kelly, you're full of, excuse my French. But my feeling is when I would so angry, when somebody would enter the room, my stomach acid would start churning and my stomach would get into knots and I would feel just the anger would consume me so much. I'm like, I'm going to probably get stomach cancer if I can't get this under control because it's eating me up inside. Oh, and I would think that I agree. I with think that. I believe that there's some health complications that could come of not letting anger go so why beat your head against a wall imagine worst case scenario you finally you get it off your chest you explode and you tell her what you think and blah 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 then what is it going to make things better no it's going to make things immensely worse so i hate to say it but suck it up buttercup Mm. you're gonna have to just you know smile and let this play out that's that's just what you got to do just Keep inviting and knowing she's not coming. That's it. Robert, I just had a friend come stay with me, and she is a professional bodybuilder, mm-hmm. nutritionist, and she was really, you know, really got to me about how important it is to know what we are putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something we take every day. And she was completely on board with Rituals Clean, vegan-friendly, multivitamin, because it's formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms that your body can actually use she's like why put stuff in your body that it doesn't need and doesn't work for you and she was really pleased with what ritual has to offer and she's also pleased with what ritual did not offer you're not going to find sugars any gmos any major allergens or synthetic fillers or any artificial colors but you will find a fresh taste none of that burpy you know when you take like fish oils or garlic tabs or something like that you're burping up those tastes not with ritual they have a minty tab in there so it's actually quite refreshing and because they have a delayed release capsule you can take it on an empty stomach you don't have to eat all this food in the morning before you take your vitamins if that's part of your routine you can take the vitamins and go about your day and you've been taking ritual as well robert right that's right first thing in the morning that minty taste right there and it's done you can get on about your day and ritual is not only available for women for men also for teenagers because their needs are completely different than ours as full-grown adults but they're all scientifically developed to help support different life stages and it's such an easy Easy habit delivered to your door every month with free shipping always start snooze or cancel your subscription anytime if you don't love ritual within your first month they'll refund your first order get key nutrients without the bs ritual is offering our listeners 10 percent off during your first three months visit ritual.com slash love letters to start your ritual today dear kelly you are the love expert i am my husband had an affair about six months ago man what is up with all these men cheating telling you 
Since finding out, we have agreed to go to counseling and work on the root issues. We've made the decision to move forward together. The problem is, I cannot stop thinking about the girl he was with. I know. I didn't know who she was until recently, and I can't stop comparing myself to her. I know. Everything from her looks to her career. I just can't stop these thoughts of how much better she is than me and why he would choose her. How do I move past this, Samantha? Samantha, you really have to understand it had nothing to do with you. And I, this is a situation I, I got cheated on. And I'll be honest, <laughs> this is going to sound terrible. <laughs> she did not. <laughs> I had the better career. I had the better looks. I the, mean, the it was just booty? like, this sounds so shallow. So it did not make sense to me. It's like, why? I know this is what you're doing. You're beating yourself up. It's like, but I, you know, I, I look better. I have a better job. I got all this stuff going for me. And, and she, and she didn't, but see, it had nothing to do with me. It's the fact that every time she saw my man, she was like, you look so good today. Oh my gosh. She, you know, oh, and if he was ever mad at me, oh, she doesn't understand you. And, you know, stroking his ego, it has more to do with his ego than it has to anything to do with you, the way you look, how much you weigh, um, how good you are in the sack. It has nothing to do with that. It's about him and his ego. And you have to really understand that. And you can compare yourself all day long. Let's be honest. Maybe she is hotter than you. Who cares? I've seen some of the hottest men in, have you ever, and Robert, you have too, you'll go out and we're all very visual people. You don't know these people and you'll see this hot guy with this girl who is just kind of plain and simple. You know, there's nothing really special about her, but he's so smoking hot and you're thinking, wow, what's he doing with her? That must her? be his sister. What, what's going on, right? <laughs> it's because he loves the way she makes him feel. You know, a man loves the way a woman makes him feel. And we put as women, we put so much importance on, you know, the way our hair looks and what we're wearing that day when a man's just like, that's my woman and she loves me and I feel so good when I'm around her. So it might you said you're working on the issues in your marriage. Maybe the issues weren't anything to do with you physically, but it was about maybe this other woman was making him feel sexy or making him feel important or whatever it was. I don't know. Right. But you're going to have to figure out how to stop obsessing over the fact that she's better or different or whatever. I bet she doesn't even look anything like you. And then that's really going to do a number on you, right? But um, if you can get your brain wrapped around that, and hopefully your therapist is telling you the same thing, that it has nothing to do with you and it's more about his ego. And hopefully that helps. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. I'm a sophomore in high school and I've been single for a little over two years now. Okay. I've only had one serious relationship with a few experimental dates. Before I got with my ex, I didn't really feel any need for any type of intimacy. I was one of those people who thought he could go a lifetime without really needing to be in a romantic relationship, despite almost everyone I know telling me otherwise. But then I had my first boyfriend, and then I realized that I really, really liked the feeling of having a partner. But our relationship went downhill eventually, and we broke things off. After about a month of not really wanting to do anything but lay in bed and watch YouTube, I started realizing that these things happen and I need to get over it. Yeah. So I took some time, fixed myself up, and I started to feel like myself again. However, I still missed being in a relationship. I thought it was just because I missed my ex as we were very close friends before he asked me out. But surprise, surprise, I still feel like this two years later. I made a few more friends since I started high school, which is surprising since I have little to no social life. <laughs> Because I'm an introvert who has severe anxiety. But that's besides the point. 
I've started to notice that I may or may not have feelings for one of my friends. He's been nothing but nice to me, and I get along with him, not to mention he's one of the only people I trust enough to read the stories I write in the countless notebooks that I keep spending my money on. And we're both artists. But there are a few problems. I have no idea how to talk about my emotions in general, let alone tell someone I have feelings for them, because I'm too afraid of being abandoned by someone I trust again. And then there's my mother. I love my mom. I really do. (laughs) But she's so strict. I can't even be left alone in a house for more than 30 minutes, and that's with an adult standing outside. She's kept me on a short, tight leash ever since she and my dad got a divorce about 12 years ago. I didn't even tell her about my last relationship because I knew she'd never let me hang out with my ex unless someone else, namely her, was breathing on the back of our necks every second of it. And the fact that she doesn't know that I'm gay doesn't exactly help either. I honestly don't know if she'd accept me or not since she's never talked about it. I already came out to my dad and my friends, but that's because I felt comfortable talking with them. I knew for a fact that they would accept me, but when it comes to my mom, I'm just not sure. Kelly, I'm not sure how to even try to fix this mess I've gotten myself into. Please help Oliver. Oliver, it's going to be okay. I remember being in 10th grade and it's like every, you know, everything is so big and magnanimous and, you know, your feelings are so raw and big you know everything's so dramatic and that's part of the fun of being a teenager too you know all the drama that's involved but i promise you this you're going to be okay um your mom probably already knows you're gay and having the sex talk with my mom was awkward enough imagine (laughs) if she came to me and says kelly are you a lesbian but i mean these are just I'm glad you felt like you could talk to your dad and some other friends because I, I, I love that you have that kind of relationship. But I pre- feel pretty confident if you ask your dad, hey, dad, does mom have an idea? He'll probably say, yes, son, she knows. Um, but let me tell you, there's going to be a lot of relationships that come in and out of your life. And each one of them is is not going to work out. They're, they're not all going to work out. You want to have a great dating history, right? You want to have a lot of relationships because that's how you learn what a good relationship is, what it looks like, what it feels like, what a bad one feels like. You learn how to be a good partner to someone. You learn, oh, I can't really say these things and expect someone to stick around because a lot of people are just bad boyfriends, bad girlfriends. But that's how you learn is by dating a lot of people. If we all married the very first person we ever fell in love with or dated, What a mess, right, Robert? What a mess. What a mess. And I'm not saying your feelings aren't true and they aren't real. And maybe you will end up back with that person that you still have those feelings with. I don't know. I mean, stranger things have happened. But you have to keep keep open to the possibilities. And I just think, you know, it's hard to say when you're in the the, the whole teenage angst thing of it and the the crying yourself to sleep every night. Oh, I do remember those days. Um, And there's something kind of sweet and fun and sad when you look back at at those memories about how tormented we all were in our teenage years. But I promise you it will get better. And there's life after high school. There's so much more life after high school. Look, high school is four years of your life. You've got hopefully decades ahead of you um, with some interesting and fun relationships. And when the right one comes along, you'll know it and they'll, and maybe you're not the one you're maybe you're shy. Maybe someone else has to make the first move and, and make the first thing. But in the meantime, just enjoy your friends. Enjoy this. This one guy you say you like and you keep giving him your your stories to read. Just keep that going. Keep that just but quit putting pressure because there's no hurry. What is the rush? You're in 10th grade. Are you ready to get married? Are you ready to have a house and a mortgage and a car payment? No. So why rush a relationship?
just enjoy the ride for what it is and all the ups and downs and each failed relationship as long as you learn something from it is not a failure and that'll give you more stories to write about way more stories oh man the best love songs are written from heartache the best poetry from devastation you know that's what that's what fuels artistic development is pain dear kelly you are the love expert i am i am 25 years old and have been in a relationship for six years with the father of my two kids we have an amazing relationship as parents but I feel like there's no more love. He's always on the phone, busy doing other things, never wants to do anything together, or never shows affection towards me. I have given up trying to get his attention. We've drifted before, talked and managed to work it out before, but it's happening again. What should I do? Try to work it out, or are we better off just co-parenting Yasmin? Well, Yasmin, I can't I can't make that decision for you. It sounds like you're both just co-parenting now. And it's like if something doesn't change, it either stays the same or you go your separate ways. And then it's back and forth between the kids. But you need to have that conversation with him saying this is and you're both so young. See, that's the thing about when you get together with a relationship really young and you have kids, then you're tied to each other. And in your 20s is like one of the biggest developmental uh, decades of your life. Your 20s are the time when you're experimenting and you're usually, typically, dating people, trying to find your right career. You know, I was 27 years old, living at my parents, working three part-time jobs before I landed my job with the Kid Craddock Morning Show, and then my life took off, right? But see, you kind of fast-forwarded through all that. I'm not fussing at you. I'm just saying the 20s, that's why I like people to kind of wait and put off marriage and babies until maybe your late 20s you have a better chance of both of you knowing that we're in this and this is what we want right and we're both moving kind of in the same direction Mm -hmm. but here you are so you need to sit down with your man and say this is what i'm feeling we're basically roommates at this point and this is not the life i want i'm assuming this isn't the way you want it to be so we have some big grown-up decisions we have to make now are we going to go our separate ways Or are we going to try to really make this work for our kids and for our future? And, you know, preferably we all do this together, but he might just look at you and say, yeah, I'm I'm out because he might be giving you the signs and he's waiting. This is the thing about men. Men don't want to be the bad guy. They don't want to be the one to say, I'm out of here. They make your life as a woman so miserable till you finally get to the point you say, I can't take it anymore. I'm leaving. And then they can go to say all their friends, oh, she left me. I would have stayed because they don't want to like the bad guy. Right. That's not 100 percent of the time. But that's uh, that happens more often than not. That's why most women are the ones who file for divorce because their sorry husbands won't do it. They just make their lives miserable and have affairs. Do nothing. Yes. Until she finally says. Exactly. Exactly. They will live like that until you're the bad guy because they don't want to be the bad guy. So that might be the situation you're in. He's just waiting for you to pull the plug. But you got to have that conversation with him and see where you stand because this isn't working. You're not happy. He's not happy. Or you could just continue being roommates with a guy and say, hey, you know, I want for our kids sake to see us together and raise us together. Hey, people have done that before, too. They raise the kids in the same roof, but they each live separate lives. I don't know how that works very well, but some people swear it does, but I don't see it happening. Not me either. Not for me. I got a little worked up today, Robert. Got a little worked up. <laughs> sweaty under the pits. It's a little sweaty. It's the it's the birthday hangover. It's right. too much. It's too much. It just spilled out over to the podcast. <laughs> 
But I'm looking forward to your big birthday celebration that I'm not invited to. That's right. You let, let me know how it goes next week. <laughs> Sounds good. Anyway, thank you so much to our singer of today's Love Letters to Kelly Jingle, four-year-old Hudson. We loved hearing that sweet voice, and we're looking for more jingle singers. We're looking for more love letters for me to answer, or else we can't do the podcast. So please take care of all of that at one place, and that is loveletterstokelly.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.